Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back into another edition of the Just Press Play podcast. We got the same crew as last week. We got Pops, LJ, Uncle Tony. Guys, what's going on? What's up? What's up? Good evening. <laughs> we have another another week of football in the books. Uh, the Razorbacks are still undefeated for anyone keeping count at home. My uh, God. I, I, we got a lot to talk about when it comes to NFL, but I stumbled across something very interesting, kind of a fun fact. You know, we used to throw out some fun facts every now and then. Yeah. So before we get into the NFL, I kind of want to throw this out. Do you guys know where the the name for a club sandwich originated from? Hmm. I I don't. I mean, probably like a country yeah, club. Yeah, you right? buy it at a country club. That's what I was thinking, Al. Um, maybe. According to Google, <laughs> apparently the origin of the name is much more simple than you think. Like the BLT, the letters of the club sandwich reveal that it's a club no. stands for chicken and lettuce under bacon. No, that's genius. Right? Like wow. <laughs> the things you learn scrolling on the internet. It's an acronym. No Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Fun fact. That's good. good fun fact, yeah. That's a good one. Speaking of who knew, let's get to the NFL. And just like we uh, predicted, the NFC and AFC West are 12-3 and three with the three losses belonging to the Chiefs, Chargers, and Seahawks. It's the yeah, Broncos. the three teams we're going to pick. Right, right. All the other teams, like we knew, the Raiders undefeated, Broncos undefeated, <laughs> Cardinals undefeated, just like we predicted. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So we, we got through what we're now through week two. And, you know, Week one, we kind of had, it was like our, you go on that first date, you know, you you have some teams you went on the date with, you thought, oh, I see potential in here. Or maybe you, you went on a date with the Tennessee Titans, thought, I want to get as far away from possible. And then, <laughs> you know what? We gave it a chance. We gave every team a second date. And you might be turning what you think about some of these people. You give Derrick Henry that second look, he starts to get a little pretty. <laughs> Especially if you wait prettier. till that second half. If you wait till that second <laughs> half, he gets real pretty. <laughs> uh, so now we have we have two weeks of data on these teams. We kind of getting a little bit better idea. First, I kind of want to see if we've kind of flipped on some teams, either in a positive or negative way from week one. But before we do that, I kind of want to just throw it out there because I don't see a whole lot in here. Just as anybody, Tony, we'll start with you, Uncle Tone. Anybody separated themselves as like the cream of the crop after Ooh. two weeks? I mean, obviously this could change, but has anybody just shown that they are the top of the top, like a top tier team? You know, I I don't think so. And it so. might be multiple. Might be multiple. You know, I still think that the NFC West is 
significantly better than the rest of the league. I, and I, I include the AFC West in that. Yeah. Uh, it, it's in Seahawks debacle, notwithstanding, and that's because of BetOnline.ag took my money. <laughs> but um, that I, I think that they're just showing that they're that the NFC West is really a strong, really a strong conference. But I to this point at, at, at two weeks in, I haven't seen that I haven't seen. Oh no, these guys are really good. The only thing I'd say after after week two is that. I'm just really concerned that the San Francisco 49ers are going to be that team that you go, they really should have lost that game, but they won. And the next thing you know, they're sitting at 15 and 0. It's yeah. like, well, oh God, they just win ugly, you know, because they've yeah. won ugly twice, but they're yeah. winning. So they're, they're an unimpressive 2 and 0. But, you know, as uh, <laughs> the great Bill Parcells says, you are what your record says you are. And mm-hmm. if they can get rolling and happen to have three ugly wins and all of a sudden they start playing good. They can rack them up. Pops, do you think – there's one team I might have in mind, maybe two. Is there anybody that to, that you think has separated themselves as top tier of the NFL? Well, I have two teams I want to mention, but one I think clearly has separated themselves, and, and it, I think I'm being captain obvious here, but it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, I think, I think they are clearly the best team right now yeah. in the NFL – uh, yeah. In my opinion, and they beat the the Falcons soundly. So made another, you know, in their in division. So well, they did try to kind of they took their foot off the gas and almost let Matt Ryan get back into that game, yeah. and then Matt Ryan just blew up in front of everybody. It's it, you mentioned real quick on the Bucks. Is Tom Brady padding stats? Because they're getting down on the goal line and they're just like going straight air raid as soon as they get down within the five yard line. I kind of think Tom Brady's trying to pat his stats, which somehow the dudes play. I think there was an article in the uh, in, in one of the Boston newspapers that says Tom Brady playing better at forty five than he did at twenty five or something like that. Which he kind of is. I don't understand how it's possible. He looks better and plays better twenty years later, but. Uh, who's your other team, Pops, that you got that might be, um, at least that you want to mention? The other team that I'm really impressed with is the Denver Broncos. And and I think Ooh. the reason I say that is because <laughs> uh, Teddy Two Gloves is just playing solid, solid as he can yeah. be. Um, I think Noah Fant, I mean, we, we saw him start to emerge last year as, as a really top-flight tight end. I think he's, he's not top-flight. I mean, he's not in the Kelsey Waller class by any means, but I think he's an emerging – tight end that's going to get better. Uh, Cortland Sutton really showed out uh, as the number one mm-hmm. receiver yesterday with, I think, went nine yeah. nine catches, 159 yards. We know they have a good defense. Um, you know, I'm still waiting for a little more out of their running running backs, but, but they're going to get – hopefully he's healthy. But they get Jerry Judy back uh, on that receiving core uh, with that defense that, you know, a, a solid quarterback – yeah, maybe they get a uh, Bradley needs new lawyer Chubb back from injury. Get Chubb back so, to try to yeah, forget he had about surgery that. today. By the way, um, it, yeah. how, how long is he? How long is he supposed? I think to? I saw six weeks okay. or something. Yeah. Well, and Judy's right. probably out about that long. I would think uh, uh, Judy's probably back in two more weeks. You think is so? It, I, thought they put him, I hope so. They put him on the three week IR. I don't think they well, need you never six, know with they? those high ankle sprains. Yeah, right. that, those things right. can be three or ten weeks. Yeah. And you never yeah. really know. Yeah, but I, I will throw out pops. I, I like it because I do think the Broncos played well. But right before you guys hopped on, LJ did note to me that they have the Jets this week and their other wins are against the Jags and Giants. So, but you just beat who they lined up in front of you, and that's what they've done. They beat them both by two scores. So, well, yeah, one, well, and we'll find out. Let me. Let, their let's look their at record their does heat up that. a little after well, that. Then it, the yeah, Jets, then it right? goes. Yeah. Ravens, Steelers, Raiders who look really good, Browns who look good. 
Washington, yeah. the vaunted Dallas Cowboys. It does. It it gets yeah. tested soon. That's what I was I was going to add there when when uh, Doctor Liff pontificated on the Broncos is that I they 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 do have a phenomenal starting schedule yeah. as it turns out, and so I, I'm not quite as convinced, but I. I think we said a couple weeks ago. I, I think the Broncos are contenders and could be an outside an outside dark horse to win that win that division or, or LG, make the playoffs. Was there anybody on your mind? I mean, besides, I kind of thought the Bucks are the Bucks are the obvious one, but they have they are the reigning champs and they're the ones that have kind of done what they need to do and won a lot of games or won big both games. Do you have yeah, anybody worth? They beat the Falcons big this week, though. I really I'm looking forward to next week to see what they really are. I don't know that I could see them as like head and shoulders above the rest. Um, I don't see anyone as head and shoulders above the rest. The the team that beat the best team this week is the Ravens beat the Chiefs. Right. Um, so that does stand out to me, but it was a one-point win. Um, I don't think anybody has like claimed the title right now. So um, I'm, I'm holding back. I'm holding back. See, that's kind of – I thought about maybe giving a little shout-out. The, the Rams were very impressive in week one, but I don't know what I think about the Bears. And then – they played a, a tough game against the, the Colts and ended up winning. Carson Wentz somehow became. I think. Did y'all see on the injury report? It has Carson Wentz has sprained ankles too. His both ankles <laughs> oh, are really sprained. Both. I'm just glad it didn't I, say three. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, I I think the Colts are a tough team just because I, I like their coach, but I still like what the Rams are doing. I think if they can stay healthy, they might be. But I'm with LJ. I think what I've learned is that there's just I have question marks so like the Seahawks. I think they're really good, but that debacle they had against the Titans, they should have won that game. The Bills, I don't know how you have a 35 to 0 win that I wasn't that impressed by, but they yeah, did. Yeah. I, yeah. I truly, absolutely. Really, 100% agree with you. Yeah. Well, the, the Saints we, got their asses kicked. I mean, yeah. I was um, ready to say the Saints are good, but in Pops week, I was watching this on the couch with you. I don't know. Maybe you just can't get the turnover out of the player. Like at, the Winston came back where he was doing some stuff where I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And I just don't – it's one game, so maybe he can wrap it up. But, yeah, and then we talked about the 49ers. That was an unimpressive win. Yeah. The the Ravens, which that loss they had to the Raiders may not be a bad loss because the Raiders look really good. The Raiders And then the good. Chiefs, the Chiefs, I just – that defense is going to hold them back. I mean, Mahomes and that offense is great. They should have won that game. They fumbled it going yeah. into to school – to score, but – yeah, I just need more more evidence before I say. Yeah, besides if I had the Bucks, gun to I the guess. head, I'd probably go Ravens is the team that I'm looking at right now. But I don't, I'm not, I don't feel comfortable about that being the team. I would be really happy to get another Ravens uh, Chiefs matchup in the playoffs. That, yeah, Lamar versus good. Mahomes is just fun. That's yeah. fun TV. Yeah. Well, just yeah, 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 a yeah. fun fact: um, Lamar Jackson is the third leading rusher in the NFL right now. By no the way. way. Yeah. Wow. Third leading rusher in the NFL on that. And he's really not that far back, but Derrick Henry, we'll talk about, had a beast of a day. Huge. Yeah. Uh, yesterday. So let's go. as good as Aaron Jones. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go to that, because I feel like that team possibly could come up. Is there anybody that we flipped on from week one? Either you're more, either you did, you thought they were kind of got a fluky win and now you believe in them, or maybe you thought they were good and, and now you don't know. Uh, we'll start. Uncle Tone, do you have anybody? You know, no, I, I, I'm going to stay the course here and just say that it's say still too early. I, I, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't flipped on anyone, anybody. I will say this: I, if, if we, I don't know if we're talking about next week's games later, uh, but the the Colts Titans game is going to define. You're going to learn a lot that's about a, somebody. one of those game, yeah. one of those two team seasons. Will season? I'll just predict will be over at that point. <laughs> from a from a playoff standpoint, the loser of that game. 
I think that will define who who that is uh, uh, at the bottom of the AFC playoff picture. LJ, you got anybody? No, I feel I feel like nothing. There's still too little information. I don't know. I See, I didn't. I wasn't sold on anybody last week either. So I think I, I and I, I know LJ doesn't want us to talk about this team, but is should we start taking the Raiders seriously? I mean, the Raiders. Put yeah, together two yeah, you really should. good wins. You should. That's a good team. It's a good team for sure. I saw a, a, a stat that uh, it was from at Himbo. He's the producer on, he was on Mike and Mike forever and now he's on Get Up. But he put out a, a stat that says, in the last two years, the highest percentage of scores on drives for quarterbacks, the NFL average is 40, 40%. Number one is Mahomes at 49%. Number two is Derek Carr at 48%. And he's tied with Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, and then Tom Brady's 47%. Maybe I, Derek Carr, I was really impressed with the Monday night. I, yeah. He really went against – or last Monday night. That Steelers mm-hmm. defense, I think, is good. And they also – the Steelers might be a team that I'm back on the fence again. Like I was ready to buy stock <laughs> in them last year or last week. And I don't even know if I blame Big Ben. I kind of do because Big Ben's on the injury report. Shocker. Oh, no. <laughs> what? what? But – what? I, he was getting killed. That was it some random David. injury that he doesn't know where it came from, but he's going to play Pe- through it anyway? It's a pectoral, <laughs> a pectoral muscle. No, oh, yeah. On. So, yes. <laughs> he went to he went to his trainer and was like, what injury can I, can I tell them that there might what not if, be like one singular hit that we can point out that did it, but just it, it's possible that but this I'm, is But I'm tired of limping when I go to the Wawa, so I need something that's in my like upper half. <laughs> they're, they're what if I not been on just, this? Hey, what muscle is still available? What <laughs> What can I do? Okay, pet. Have I had a peck? Okay, let's do a peck. They can't block for Najee Harris. They, Big Ben was, I mean, to his to his credit, he was getting smashed in that game. They were on him all day. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just the Raiders. We talked about it last week, but Max Crosby is a beast. Yeah. And yeah, then and then uh Ngakwe was playing good. So the Raiders, the Raiders are one. I was I was thinking maybe that week one, they just had a good second half. I, they had a bad first half and a good second half, and I didn't know which one was the real Raiders. And I'm starting to think, I'm not saying they're going to like, you know, Super Bowl contenders, but they're a good team, and they're going to beat some good teams going down the stretch. So I, yeah, I'm they just traditionally start collapsing team. around week six. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> what they do. Well, so. and the John Gruden jokes are still lingering. Like, we're yeah. ready to make them should, he, should they start losing some games. I mean, if they start, if they're like, if they're going into week eight with a real strong record, then I'm, then I'm starting to be more scared of them. But right now, they are a good team that, you know, that they always are. I just find myself kind of going like when Derek Carr is having the success, I kind of find myself enjoying it. I don't know. I, I know it's not even that the Raiders, I, I just kind of, I kind of <laughs> like Derek Carr and think maybe we should it on him when we shouldn't have. So I don't, I don't hate seeing him succeed. And he seems like a good teammate. Yeah. Uh, Pops, you got anybody that you're kind of either flipping on positive or negative? Well, it'd be hard. I, a flip is maybe a strong word, but I really was interested in New Orleans last week, you know, and I thought they yeah. played well. And I thought, boy, uh, Sean Payton's going to line out Jameis Winston. And then, oh, my God, did he regress this week. I mean, it was total domination yeah. by the Carolina Panthers, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, Who I think are tough, but they're not like some juggernaut. So, I mean, this, the, the Panthers yeah. are just okay. So, yeah, if I'm, I guess I'm going to do this in the same game. I might be flipping a little on New Orleans, and I'm a little more staunch in my bye last week of Carolina. Um, now, um, I, I still like I still like what they've got going in Carolina. So, uh, so that would be who I would be have, have flipped on if if anybody. What did, it, so, Uncle Tony? Or did you have something to add there? Yeah, just real quick on the Saints because that was one I was going to maybe f- think about flipping on. But here's the thing: is that um, I don't know if you guys realize this. They had eight offensive coaches out 
for that I game did see because that. of COVID. Wow. And no. I think if anything, that shows that maybe the coach is still important in the NFL. I don't think he means a damn thing in the NBA, but in the NFL, I think he may be important. And, uh, and that's really tough to prepare for that. Uh, no matter who you're playing, unless it's the Jags. So yeah, I, I think it, uh, I think that may have made a difference and let's see how they bounce this week. Yeah. And and who knows? I don't even know if they're going to get to when it, when their next home game will be. I didn't. Did you, Tony? You mentioned their <laughs> yeah. their stadium was on stadium fire. Was on fire. <laughs> yeah. So I've never heard of a pressure washer causing a fire, but apparently the pressure washer caught on fire. They were they were they were cleaning the gutter. Now, if you think about it, when you think you're cleaning your gutters with a pressure washer and it catches on fire, but now the the gutters on the uh, Superdome are like you know. 10 by 12 feet. So they're pretty good sized gut. I mean, you could live in the gutter and, and maybe some people did, but uh, anyway, um, yeah, pressure washer caught on fire and they had a fire, but luckily all external, no damage. Why does that sound like a Baker Mayfield commercial? Yeah. Oh, it does. It sounds like an Trust insurance me, commercial. It will be. Um, I do. And we mentioned them, but I, I do have to, cause last week I had some serious questions about the Tennessee Titans and, they had every opportunity to kind of fold. They started the fourth quarter. Seahawks went up 30-16, to 16, missed an extra point after that touchdown, which ended up proving to be a very big missed extra point. And the Titans, they could have folded, and they came back, and I'm just done. I, I kind of was ready to go, I told you Derrick Henry was going to be a little washed up. I'm, I'm not going to say anything else about Derrick Henry <laughs> until, it's, until he's like done, done. Because he had the first half – 14 carries for 41 yards, if my math is right. That's under three yards per carry. And I was sitting there going, see, see, told you. And then the second half, we go for 21 carries, 141 yards, seven yards per carry. It just dominates. Julio looked pretty good. Tannehill looked better. I'm not so ready to go like the Titans are great. I'm with Tony. I want to see that Colts-Titans game. I think that's important. But they just, they easily could have gone, well, this year's from hell. Our defense isn't fixed. Our offense isn't isn't as good. And all this, and they and they came back. So I got to give them some credit where credit's due. I think. Yeah. Um. Let's see. We wanted to look at what did we throw out there? Undefeated or zero and two teams? Isn't that what we mentioned? Yeah. Yeah. Zero and two teams that yeah. might make the playoffs. Let me pull up. Isn't it? Let me. Well, let's we'll see. Doing you bad here. Okay. From nineteen ninety to from nineteen ninety to twenty nineteen, only twelve percent of teams who started zero and two made the playoffs, according to an article from the USA Today. Right now, there are seven zero and two teams with the Lions, Colts, Falcons, Giants, Jags, Jets, and Vikings. Are there any teams out of those that you think could make the playoffs, LJ? I mean, the best shot out of those in my mind, and and shout out, mom, I'm the favorite son. Uh, Vikings, I think, have a shot, uh, an outside shot. I think they're a better team than everybody else on that list. Um, but that's not the best list of teams I've ever heard in my life. So those are, yeah, those I mean, are I, two records fairly. I think it's pretty safe to, although I don't know, the Lions played tough, but I don't see the Lions. You know, I don't see the Falcons. I don't see the Jags, the Jets, the Colts. Maybe like I did mention, I think before the year, I like wait four weeks after they have a tough four week schedule to start and then buy in on them. Yeah. I still think they could be tough, but like we said, Wentz is hurt again. Wentz is the weirdest thing. He makes a few plays where it looked like Aaron Donham had him dead to rights, and he makes him miss, and like it was a really good play. And then the next play, he does a shovel pass to literally to the Rams, like straight <laughs> to, to the, the Rams, Rams exactly. in the end zone for an interception. Like he makes the most like one play, you're like that's an MVP guy, and then the next play, you're wondering how he even got a job. So I, 
I don't know what to make from them. I think you're probably right. The Vikings are the best list one, out of the One best can't player. forget, though, that the Giants do play in the NFC East, and the NFC East is the place where anything is actually possible. So, um, <laughs> you know, you can't count them out yet. Pops, do you think any of those 0-2 teams, are you just sticking with the Vikings, or is there anybody that you think have an you outside? Know, interestingly, I, I put these in order, Vikings, Colts, and Falcons, and Falcons was is a reach, no, no doubt about that. But uh, Vikings, I think the Vikings have a chance in that NFC North uh, division because I think Green Bay is going to be an issue, but uh, I don't think Chicago or, or, uh, or uh, who's the other one? Um, Detroit, Detroit will, will make much noise there. So the Vikings are probably the only one I would give a, a half-ass chance to get. If I had, if I had to uh, tell you, you have a bet here, and you can either say one of these teams will make the playoffs or none of them will make the playoffs. Would you feel more Ooh. confident on the none? Yes, yes, you would. Yes, Tony, wow. how about you? You know, I'm going to say uh, I still think it's the Colts that have the better chance. Uh, if, if they do beat the Titans and go one and two. And the reason I say that, the Vikings yeah. are going to have to win their division to make the playoffs. We keep talking about the That's NFC fair. West and how strong they are. I I think the wild cards are coming out of the yeah. West. That's and so you, the Vikings, they're going to have to beat the Packers twice in order to win that division. That's going to be tough to do. Uh, the, the, the Packers looked pretty good last night. It, it'll be 50 to 40. But, um, but yeah, that I think. That's going to be tough for them to do. I, I think the Colts are still an overall better team than what they're showing, and the AFC wild card race is, is pretty wide open. There's multiple teams there that are available. So I still think of those guys that could uh, uh, that are 0-2, I, I still think it's the Colts. Well, I don't know. We talked before the year, and then I said it off the top of this pod. A, a lot of us view the, the Rams as possibly one of the better teams in the NFL, and the Colts, I mean, if Jacob Eason isn't their quarterback in that last drive, which I – I don't know. I mean, I hate to – who knows how injured someone is, but Wentz, I kind of think he's a tough guy. But not to come back out there when you're you're down by three with one more drive left, and maybe he just couldn't go. And if you can't go, you can't go. Did you but see his knee get bent? It looked painful. It looked weird. It was a weird, awkward hit. So, I, I don't know. I just – the Colts really played the Rams tough, and I think the Rams are one of the best teams in the NFL. Yeah. So, I have to think if they can figure it out and somehow they need to weather the storm because they got some – Titans this week, and I forget who they have week uh, week four, but it's another tough one. I mean, it wouldn't be that crazy for them to be zero and four. And yeah, if you start zero and four, it's hard to make the playoffs. Yeah, I I sure hope the Colts have a good line going into that Titans game because I really want to bet on the Colts this week, but I don't know if I can or not. <laughs> I'm seeing now. I'm seeing Tennessee minus five is what I'm seeing at the moment. So. Oh, I love it! I love it! Love it! Love it! Love it! So. <laughs> Um, let's get into a little bit. We did it last week. Some more, uh, some stock up, stock down. Is there anybody that you you're buying any buying any extra? I, I'll tell you what I'm buying is just. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl or anything, but just watching Kyler Murray play football. I think he is the most fun player to watch right now. It's so fun. Yeah, but, but he is he, fun to watch. I want to piggyback on that and say that if anything, even though they won, Arizona lost a little stock to me. I think their stock's got to be down just a little bit. Even they didn't deserve to win that game. I didn't think. I mean, it, now is he fun to watch? Is Arizona fun to watch? Hell yes. I mean, it is entertaining. Um, we're but, we're probably one week away from if if the Cardinals have another big week and Kyler Murray specifically, we're one week away from that MVP buzz. I know it's early in the year, but. He, it's just because he's fun, and I just want to know, can he stay healthy? Because if he can stay healthy, 
I think we might have been in a uh, draft room, Pops, with someone on this pod, and we convinced them not to go Kyler Murray. And he is, <laughs> if healthy, Kyler Murray is a stat machine, and he does some things where I don't – I think the only person arm talent-wise that matches him in the NFL, I really think him and Mahomes are above the rest arm talent-wise. Now, with what they can do on the run, and Rodgers probably right there too, but I just – I worry he's so small, and we just – last year – we had the same conversation, I think, around week five, and then all of a sudden he had this weird shoulder injury. He played through it, but he was a different player. So I, I just want to see if he can do it through the whole year, and we will get that chance. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That that draft team is just lucky that Lamar Jackson got within point <laughs> five six points of him, and that T.J. Hawkinson was able to catch eight balls last night. T.J. Hawkinson, I'm a fan now, yeah. Tony. I'm gonna tell yes, you what, yes, I'm sir. a fan of that kid. Yes, sir. Uh, but I'd say this, uh, Kevin, uh, stock up, stock down, and, I, I, and I'm split on this. And so I'll say this as a, as a both. The, the Baltimore Ravens offensive line, holy mackerel, they can move people. Uh, that's one of the best blocking, rush blocking offensive lines. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, J.K. Dobbins, out. Gus Edwards, out. You know Tyson Williams and God love him Latavius Murray and uh, and uh, you know the Lamar Jackson are are leading the league in, in rush attempts and it just they're they're a really good job so that's the stock up the stock down is man the Kansas City defense better figure out how to stop the run I have I, them I, written down on stock down they're golly, tough. I, just so so I'm not sure which is it is it that the Ravens offensive line is, has their stock up so high that that they're going to make everybody look silly but the Kansas City defense has had a couple of weeks where they're really really tough and and last one I we talked about Derrick Henry early man Aaron Jones put on a show last yeah, night yeah he did um that is rare that you see that many touchdowns from a running back and and so uh he, I, I think he announced that uh the the I'm not dead the Packers you you can you can Say what you want, but Aaron Jones definitely worth the money. He looked good last night. Yeah, I mean that. I just, I, I'm not like, I, I'm not selling stock on the Chiefs because I think Mahomes can fix a lot of problems, and he's done that in the last couple of years. But the Browns went up and down the field on him in Week One, and Mahomes got them the W. And then in Week Two, he couldn't do enough. I mean, they just they let the they let the Ravens go up and down the field all night long. And I, it almost feels like they just need to simplify it and learn that we don't have to be a great feet defense. We just need to be a bend but don't break because Mahomes is going to get them thirty one plus every game. Well, you I just got to. Yeah. That makes Go next week out. interesting because I think the the Chargers are quietly a really really solid. Defense. Well, so that mm-hmm. I'm glad you mentioned it. That's the game I'm really watching because mm-hmm. I thought the Chargers. I mean, the offense wasn't bad by any stretch. They didn't score, but right. they moved the ball quite a bit. And that it, to see their defense play as well as they did against who I think the Cowboys are a really good offense yeah. and to hold them to 17. I, I think the Chargers, I, I really think Herbert's ready to make that step into the top tier of quarterbacks. It's early, but I really think he has the talent. And the Chargers have talent all around there. Yeah. And they have a chance to prove it this week. They could really send a message to that AFC West if they can knock off the Chiefs and the Chiefs be one and two. That'd be interesting. Ooh. That would be huge. That'd be something else. I'm looking right now. Is that game at Kansas City or at the at the Chargers? I believe it's in that Kansas game City, is a noon which, game in oh, Kansas City, and the line is Kansas line. City minus six and a half. Yeah, hmm. that's a tough. Yeah, that's I'm a fun ex- one. I'm that's a fun one. 
<laughs> it's going to be a fun game to watch. I'm going to have to get back from Dallas early to, to watch the second half of that game. Yeah. It's I, it's two weeks in a row now where I've had the Chargers on kind of my must-watch TV. And and they almost pulled off they're, – they're a, a missed 58-yard field goal away from being 2-0 and going into this game. So – that yeah, interesting. I gotta say, of, of all the quarterbacks I saw, that Herbert, he he can make any throw, any any throw. He his yeah, arm is. is yeah. I am super impressed with that kid's arm. Yeah. yeah. Fun fact for you: Justin Herbert has thrown for sixteen third down conversions on the season. No other Jeez. quarterback has more than eleven. That's insane. Right so I, he does things that really, I mean, he had, what do we want to call them? Romogasms. They were going all over the place during that game. But between Dak and Herbert, Romo just couldn't, couldn't get the words out of his mouth. He was so excited. Uh, he can play. Pops, did you have anybody else? Uh, anybody you're either? Uh, stock up, stock buying? down. Um, of course, yeah. New Orleans stock down, but that goes without saying. Uh, you know, I, Tennessee beating Seattle in Seattle. What? A comeback from last week. Um, so so definitely I think Tennessee stocks gotta be up. Uh and and Green Bay as well. But of course they had nowhere else to go, but golly, Aaron Rodgers looked accurate last night to yeah, me. He looked good. He looked like he looked like Aaron Rodgers. He, 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 he did. And you see he kind of uh, just like you like him, he had a little bit of attitude in the in the post game presser where he kind of was just being a little snarky Aaron Rodgers and Man. interesting. Damn, he's good though. So I, it, I go ahead. What? Okay, so I got to say this about Green Bay. I didn't want to yeah. start. Okay, so for get them three, started. I'm glad we got three started. quarters of that game. Detroit was in it. Mm, yeah, at Lambeau. Yeah, and that's that's just ridiculous. The 49ers had them blown out through three quarters in Detroit, and they came back. I mean, Detroit's gonna ha- has some attitude. In another couple of years, I think they're one to watch. This Dan yeah. Campbell actually might be a good coach. Um, uh, but man, I, well, that so that, to that me Green tells Bay me defense that Green is Bay, scary. That Green Bay defense and in, in a bad, scary in a bad way because golf yes. was going up and down the field on them, up and down the field. I am not. I still, like I said, Aaron Jones. I think stock went up, but I'm telling you, I, I'm a, I'm still concerned about Green Bay. I, I just if if Detroit can stay with you for three quarters at home, you got a problem, and and there's problems in Green Bay. Uh, a team and LJ just prepare to roll your eyes oh, and maybe no. I, I, I should we be I'm not even saying I am yet but should we be buying stock in the Cowboys just for the fact <laughs> where they played a really good offensive team and they won a game where Dak didn't have to score 30 points that hasn't happened in like 30 straight games I that I didn't think it was possible for the Cowboys to win a game where they didn't score a lot of points and they did and it's worth noting again this is from Himbo was throwing out really good stats at uh, at Himbo on Twitter. The most pass rushes in week two. In week two, you had Von Miller with eight. Shout out to the Broncos. Chase Young with seven, and Micah Parsons with seven. Micah Parsons got moved to edge rusher on Friday when Demarcus Lawrence got hurt. Yeah, I, I think they they did get a really big talent in Parsons. Yeah, I think so. The defense still has questions, but they did hold they did hold Justin Herbert, who we just talked about, is a really good quarterback and good offense. To what, 17? Was that what they ended up scoring in that? Or 14 or 17? Yeah, it was 2017, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I think – and let's – actually, it might be worth talking about. Is there a, a, a running back issue? or a, I think they just got uh, good talent on both. And I think it's going to suck, which I wanted to get them, and I didn't. But uh, I'm glad. 
I think you're going to get a, a good a dose of both Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott for the rest of the year because Pollard looks damn good. Yes, he does. He does. I mean, it's, it's funny. Yeah. I was talking to Poss about this. I don't think Zeke looks bad, but the offense looks a little little better when number 20 is running the ball back there. It's different. What do you think, El? I mean, it depends on who you're buying from. If you're if their stock's rising, I mean, they it, yes. So I'm saying I'm saying they are by far the cream of the crop in the NFC East. I don't I think the NFC East was still as bad as it looked last year. And I think if the Cowboys defense is just mediocre, I think their offense is head and shoulders above every other offense in that in that division. I think now is the time to buy the Cowboys because I think they've got a relatively easy next six ish weeks. Um, but they, and you know, you know, ESPN and the national TV is getting ready to start hyping up the Cowboys. You know, it, it's going to happen. And in fact, I think they've got a relatively easy schedule this year. So yeah, I think they're a playoff team. Um, they are a good team. There's nothing wrong. They are probably the best team that the Cowboys have been in a little while. But I do think that it's so quick that the Cowboys get overrated. That be cautious if you're buying too high. You know, it's just it's it's tough with the Cowboys. Because they just, you know, that price skyrockets immediately, you know? Looking at their schedule, LJ, you have a, so they played the Eagles who, uh, uh, somehow the Eagles and 49ers got shown on red zone, I think two times for the whole three hours of the red zone that game was on. So that tells me that there wasn't much going on there. Uh, So they got the Eagles on Monday night, Carolina, who's tough, but we're not saying they're world beaters. The Giants, New England hasn't showed us much, Minnesota, Denver, Atlanta, it wouldn't be that crazy if they're like six and two or something. Yeah, and LJ, no. you're right. If the Cowboys are six and two, that stock's going to be through the roof, whether yeah. it should be or not. So. Yeah. so be careful. Buy now, but be careful. Be careful. It's dangerous. It's addictive. It's the heroin of football. <laughs> you're, you're right. It's, it's, Just put it in my vein. Just are. put it in my vein. Uh, yeah, and you know, it we'll, is. Yeah. For a longtime fan, you know, it is so tough. But, you know, you look at the Cowboys, they have played within – They've won by three and lost by two to the Buccaneers and the Chargers, two arguably uh, top ten teams in yeah. the NFL. Uh, you know, you want to believe. You know, you're like, these guys could be good. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> sound I, like I, I, It's just, <laughs> I, man, it's tough. But, yeah, I if they beat the Eagles Monday night, I think it sets it for them, and they're, if- they're probably going to win the East. If, if you're gonna L- LJ's dead right. If you're gonna buy stock in the Cowboys, do it before they play on Monday night yeah. because yeah. if they yeah. win on Monday night, it's going through the roof. And I, let me just tell you, also want to warn you, buying stock in the Cowboys isn't good for your heart rate or, or your life expectancy because they will falter at some point. Uh, I want to wrap up NFL stuff with kind of some uh, just maybe best and worst things you saw or just you know some stuff you saw around the game that might be on the field, off the field, whatever. I, I kind of want to start with. Pops, did you get a chance to watch any of the Manning cast on Monday night? I did, and that is both my best and my worst. And so, <laughs> okay, we'll take the, take the so, floor. So give me a minute. Um, number one, Peyton Manning, I, I, re- I love some of the things. My favorite thing he said, favorite thing he said, was fourth and one is a scheme play. Third and ten is a talent down. Is that what he said? Yeah, a talent play. And I thought – Oh, wow. Fourth and one, you scheme to get that yard. But third and 10, somebody's got to step up and make a play. Somebody's got to make a guy miss. And and I just thought, wow, that that kind of insight I I loved. And so I love when he's explaining, you know, where the two deep safety, the safety came down. He's probably going to throw over his head next time. You know, I I do love that stuff. When they just get in there, and I love a little bit of the busting of each other's balls. You know, I mean, of course, we love that. I just have a podcast, and I don't have to see yeah. it because it, it takes away from the game. 
I would turn back to just the regular broadcast for a little bit to kind of get back into the game because it, it was just like listening to three guys, especially when, by the way, does uh, does Gronk realize that every NFL team is listening and he's still playing, <laughs> telling them exactly what play he scored 90 of his touchdowns on and all that? I mean, my. Well, I mean, the film's out there. You can probably see he scores on that play a lot and no one's stopping it yet. I guess so. Just tell it. Just say, hey, here's what Speaking we Speaking of film, it did crack me up that Gronk was like, they asked if he watched film. And I, I think he was half joking, but there was some serious things where he's like, no, I don't really watch film. I just ask Tom because Tom watches all the films. So I just ask him what, what he saw. I just run by people. So I can't decide if that's something. I mean, I certainly enjoyed it, but I really liked more Eli and and uh, Peyton just analyzing the game. And you know what? I don't have to look at them. They could just be. I could just see that. I can hear it their voices. It is weird that they're on the screen the whole time. Yeah, I, I don't know that screen, I love yeah. it now. I mean, it is a big TV. I still can see the game pretty well. Yeah, I was about to but, say, I think I've been to your house. I think that TV's fair size. No, it is, but it's just I find myself <laughs> watching them instead of the game. And and so it's kind of like at the at the Cowboys game, you know, when we've been to the Cowboys game, yeah, you find you yourself the watching the yeah. screen up there because it's so yeah. it just takes over everything. And I want to watch the, the the play on the field. So it was both the best and the worst. I think they need to refine it just a little bit. And I'd rather have more Peyton and Eli and less uh, the other guys. Personally, they just so, they, yeah, I get what you're saying. They brought like into your point on the, the insight that they'll bring at times where they talked about how and and they pointed out and it made sense. The Lions were playing like a real too high deep safety and basically saying they didn't think Aaron Rodgers would be patient enough because he wants to throw that he'd be patient enough to keep running the ball and he did. But that's kind of the thing where it, it's really interesting when they start talking like that where you kind of getting inside the game a little bit and talking like quarterbacks and I I. Personally, I'm a fan of it. I don't really turn on to the telecast. I just watch theirs now. LJ, were you about to say something? Yeah, well, I was going to say, I think it's interesting that you mentioned that, you know, they can just have a podcast if they want to have a podcast. I think this is what this is, isn't it? Kind of like I think it is podcast in the game. Yeah, but they're like, I don't know. It's just interesting that you mentioned that because I think that's kind of a controversy in a lot of sports right now. Um, I recently saw a post on a baseball uh, forum where they were talking about how A-Rod was uh, commentating a game with somebody, I can't remember who, and they didn't talk about anything that happened on the field for three minutes straight. And they were like, if you guys want to have a podcast, have a podcast, but we're trying to watch some baseball here. And so I think that's kind of an interesting, like that's kind of the way sports commentary is going, is, is they're trying to get personalities out there and, uh, and less commentary. And I, I think that's something we're going to have to deal with for probably the next 10 years. It, it is, because it, this Manning stuff is working. It's successful. And, mm-hmm. and so... Other channels are going to try to replicate this to an extent. And I, LJ, I think you're dead on. And it, this is where it's kind of what do you like? Because I think some people really like, I, like some people I think are like me and they really like that podcast format at times. But I think there are a lot. You're not alone, Pops, where you're like, I kind of want to keep up. Like, Because there was a time where they spent a good little stint with Rob Gronkowski where they didn't talk about the game at hardly all. at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, hardly I watched, at all. So I watched that uh, Arkansas-Texas game uh, a couple weeks back. Let's bring that up again because mm-hmm. that was fun. Yeah, please. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> but I watched that because of the the way that I could get a hold of the game. I watched it through the Sky Cam with no announcer the whole time. And it was one of my favorite football watching experiences in a long time because I'm just mm-hmm. like, I get to just sit there and watch football. Like I don't. There's no one talking at me. I don't have to worry about where the volume is or anything because it's just crowd noise. Yeah. So I can talk to me and Andrew just talking the whole time and kind of doing our own commentary, but also just watching the game. I think there might need to be more of that for every single game. I, I love that. That was so good. LG, I did think you'd probably like, I don't know if you caught it at one point, I think it was like in the first quarter where they spent a good four or five minutes just 
ragging on the Patriots and calling them <laughs> cheaters for a little while. I thought that I was pretty that. funny. Look that up. <laughs> they were. I forget how they even got onto it, but they were just kind of like. Well, you know, those Patriots, they were always looking for ways to win. I used to just assume they bugged my locker anytime they played in Indianapolis. <laughs> Peyton said that he would talk to his receivers in the showers. Like, as funny as that might sound with five grown men talking in the shower, but I just knew they couldn't bug the shower at least. <laughs> I just know good. Patriots fans were at home just going, you sons of bitches. <laughs> uh, uh, other best and worst stuff I saw. Uh, speaking of, we, we talked about the Cowboys earlier, Pops. I know this is something me and you uh, noticed, but Mike McCarthy's uh, clock management at the end, which ended up being fine. <laughs> but did you see he has a reason for why that happened? Did you Did you see I did what not. he said? Would you please enlighten me on what <laughs> looked insane to me? So standing, just for to paint the picture for you at home, if you happen to maybe not catch the very end, Standing at the uh, Chargers 41-yard line with 33 seconds left remaining in regulation, on third down, the Cowboys had one timeout and decided instead of trying to run a play or spike it or do something, they just let the clock run all the way down and go, we're just going to go with one chance at a field goal, a 58-yard field goal from Greg Zerlein. He kind of had some ups and downs in week one, Mm -hmm. and he hit it. It works out and all is fine and dandy. But if you want to know why it happened – McCarthy says that in this state-of-the-art SoFi arena, he says he couldn't see what the time. He didn't have any view of the clock. He tried to look for it, and he says the clock was not showing. It went off the board. So is he lying? I don't know. Did the Chargers try to pull some chicanery? I don't know. But he says he couldn't see the clock and didn't know what to do. And Dak said he saw the clock the whole time and was wondering why we weren't calling timeout, but thought, Okay, I guess they want to go with Greg. Well, the clock was probably in that that stupid ring, right? That like you don't you don't like the ring. I don't like the ring now. Oh, and, I love the ring. <laughs> and so, well, and I can see Mike McCarthy not looking up at it. You know, um, he's looking for like the 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 hockey arena drop down scoreboard. Or like, uh, you know, yeah. some clock on the side of the stadium. But you know what? I hear you. <laughs> well, but you go in there and you figure out what the clock that- is. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he also said that Kellen Moore, he tried to ask Kellen Moore what the time was offense coordinator, how much time was on the clock. And Kellen said he was blocked by a camera guy. How do you oh. not see the time? I'm, I'm like, I'm with Pops. On, it's the man. end of the game. I know where the clock is. I know where the other clock is just in case I can't see this clock. And we have Bose headsets on. I can talk to someone in the booth and be like, hey, what's the clock look like? I, someone just keep counting dumb. down. Someone got I, Yeah. <laughs> I think McCarthy effed up and he's just lucky they won. And this oh, was yeah. an excuse. I think he just was. I, he just had an Andy Reid clock management moment at the end of the game. But yeah. That or he's like Pawpaw. I can't read the damn clock. Y'all got to get a clock. Why can't I just see the clock? You all these all damn these digital clocks these days. Give me some hands. I want to see some hands. Back in my day, we had a I black and white clock. CLJ. <laughs> I had a black and white clock as big as my face sitting right there. That's all you had to have. But no, now I can't even see it. all these cheerleaders and stuff in my way. I can't see the clock. <laughs> Come on, man. You know, <laughs> oh, come on. And then, and then he does his best John Lovitz. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And my wife, Morgan Fairchild. You know, <laughs> you know, don't tell us why you can't see the clock. Then just say, dude, I, I, I messed that up. I missed that one. It's on me. I wish he would have said, I, I think I really, not, looking back on it, I kind of screwed that up. We should have ran another play, but shout out to Greg for making that kick. That's all you had to say. And yes. I'd be like, all right, well, we all screw up. You don't have to give That's me some BS excuse. Yeah, Jerry, though. Jerry, Jerry, while he's eating his breakfast sandwich, probably doesn't want to hear that. So. Yeah. <laughs> With salt. It'd been better. It'd been better. I knew what salt. I was doing. 
Yeah, that's right. He said, I sent in the wolf. You know, <laughs> did, did you have anything uh, this week that you kind of yeah. wanted to throw in for best or worst? So, best or worst. So I, I so I don't know if best and worst, but I again, like I did with the other one, this is kind of a combination. I tell you what, it, it is probably the best day if you're a New England Patriots fan. It's the best day when the Patriots are going against a rookie quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the worst day for the rookie quarterback if you're going against Bill Belichick. I don't know what it is, but this guy, I, I think he wrings his hands and he <laughs> <laughs> a rookie quarterback. You know, because he just he just kills these guys. It doesn't matter who it is. I mean, I think there will be uh, every Every quarterback that's been a rookie in the last 20 years that's going in the Hall of Fame is going to say, well, Bill Belichick kicked my ass my rookie year. <laughs> it's just terrible. He just – and Zach Wilson looked like a – he just looked like a high schooler playing on Friday night. Yeah, for, he had like one or two Ashdown, that were like – It was just terrible. The first couple of picks were like, well, maybe that was just a good defensive play. And then the third and fourth, I mean, they mm. were like, who are you throwing to? I don't understand. There's Holy nobody cow. there. It's just amazing to me how how he does that, and, and doesn't matter. He, he he's done it to everybody. He, did, he does it to everybody. And uh, and the other thing I'd say, it, it, and I guess this is a best, it is welcome to the NFL, Davis Mills. And I think we may have had a podcast late last year after the NFL draft. Davis to Davis Mills for the Houston. Are you talking Texas, about the right? yeah Tex, Texans backup? The in. quarterback for the Houston Texans now since Deshaun Watson shall remain inactive. <laughs> And um, and Tyrod Taylor has his uh, annual injury. Man, um, I feel so bad for Tyrod he's so Taylor. Bad. I do too. But the dude's made millions of dollars, so don't feel too bad for him. <laughs> he ain't he ain't sitting on the back porch listening to crickets. He he's in his hot tub somewhere going, man, my hamstring hurts. So anyway, um, but I think Davis Mills. We talked about Herbert. I think Davis Mills is the next Justin Herbert, who's probably the next Tom Brady. Oh uh, this God. kid's got some talent. Davis Mills. Wow. Has, wow. Davis Mills oh has got God. some talent. I did not <laughs> see so that on I'm the field. Just Sunday. saying, mark it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Watch well, you out. Probably oh, heard it first, and you're only going to hear it here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nobody's competing with you there on that, Tony. <laughs> I just tell you, watch out for this guy. Just watch out. I think he's he's got what it takes to be an NFL quarterback. I I, I mean, kid's got supposedly, supposedly, that's he was the guy that the Patriots were wanting, and they just didn't think Mac Jones was going to slip all the way to him. So, who yeah. knows? Maybe you're onto something. I I don't know. I, I would I, I would like to see a little bit more than eight for eighteen for a hundred yards. I, yeah, you said a lot. I'm of just words telling there. you. I'm just saying. It's going to struggle a little bit, but I, it, 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 next year when we're looking at what Justin Herbert has done, I think we're going to look at Davis Mills going, wow, this kid's got talent. So I was – just to piggyback off the Texans for a second, me and Pops are talking about this, and I, I think I had I totally misread that team. I think they're good. they're not going to be a great team, but I was throwing them in there as being like one of the 0-17 or 1-6, like real bad. I think they're going to play tough in a lot of games and probably cover a lot of games when they're 14-point underdogs. Cause I th- and I, I liked it better when they had Tyra, but they just have a lot of pros. Nobody's great, mm-hmm. but like Mark Ingram and I, I like Taylor, Brandon Cooks. It's a lot of Justin Reed. They have guys that are pros and that Philip Lindsay, Philip Lindsay. They have that and that David Coley was someone that the that who's their new head coach. A lot of people don't know much about. A lot of players at the Ravens really liked him and, pl- and really thought he was a, a really good coach. So yeah. I think people will play hard for him. 
But I do need to throw out possibly on the worst scale. Did y'all see where? Okay, it was. I believe it was third and fifteen, and they they run a play to get it to fourth and one. They do a pass play and they get just like fourth and short, and it's offsides on the Browns. And instead of accepting the penalty and getting third and ten and another chance at the first down, Coley declines it, takes fourth and one, and punts it. What? What? Yeah, I saw. What? Wow. They showed Kevin Stefanski on the other sideline, and he said, what the F? Like, he was shocked that, that Cohen didn't accept the penalty. He didn't understand. That makes me think maybe we got – I think Rosillo first said this last year. Maybe we got a little coordinator face going on there with David Cohen. Like, I, <laughs> that – you accept that penalty and try to get the first. I, I thought when he declined, the, oh, maybe they're going to go for it on fourth and one. And he declined it to punt and played the field position battle. But I, mm. I don't know. That was not the best the, the best move. There's a Mike McCarthy he, play. He couldn't see the he couldn't <laughs> see the uh, timer time clock, and so he decided to punt it. He wasn't well, sure what to do. Well, you know, the ref was in front of the first down marker, and I thought we had got the first down, so that's why I declined it. I didn't realize, and then it was too yeah, late. There was a ca- there's a cameraman in the way. Yeah, that's it. A cameraman was in the way. I thought it was fourth and eleven. Uh, no. I'm sorry, I didn't see the Another, other down marker. Uh, Another worst, I don't know if y'all saw this th- uh, going around, and I feel bad for any Vikings fan that was watching the Vikings-Cardinals game or listening to it on the radio because the radio oh. announcer, he's it, they watched the kick go up, and I guess he it was close, but he thought it went in, and he goes, it's good! And then the other announcer's like, he missed it. He missed it. And he's like, oh, no. So I just get, I can only imagine if you're like a doc, if, if, if mom, I love you. If you were listening to it on radio, I hope you weren't. I can just see you in the car, like, Pumping your fist, going hell yes! What a comeback! And then the guy's like, "Psych, we actually yeah. missed it." Sorry, and then, they, and game's and over. then they tell you the most Viking things ever happened, and it went wide right. So like, <laughs> right. Uh, it's just it, that was painful. Yeah, that was painful. Yeah, sorry, Kim, if you're out there on Beaver Lake with the AM radio <laughs> and you got it tuned in to the Vikings game, sorry. <laughs> Um, I don't know if y'all saw the possible uh, – it was from Thursday night, so I'm going back a little bit. But Kenny Galladay looked like he was yelling at Daniel Jones. It looked like you had the the receiver. You just paid a lot of money to come in yelling at your young quarterback. And it came out that Kenny Galladay said, no, no, no. He was not yelling at uh, Daniel Jones. He was, in fact, yelling at Jason Garrett, not Jones. And that oh, is just the old like, – that's better. I love that Giants fans yeah. were like – Oh no, he was like normally you'd be like, oh, that's even worse. You're screaming at the coach, but at uh, Johnson's like, no, you're yelling at Jason Garrett. I would have done the same thing. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah Garrett <laughs> deserves it. Garrett deserves yeah. it. Come on. Now. Hey, I've done it a whole lot. So <laughs> yeah, everybody in Dallas was like, oh, that's fine. Though. Yeah, everybody's yelled at Jason Garrett. Well, I think everybody in New York was the same way. They were like, I really don't know if I like a a, a feud going on between my quarterback or so. Oh, is that Garrett? Okay, understand. Oh, fine, that's fine, fine. Okay, yeah, yeah no yeah. problem. <laughs> Actually, can we get him a raise? <laughs> and then my last one was just going to be the Ravens play and uh they did uh so Michael K Williams passed away he was the a really good actor and he was Omar on the wire who's one of my if not my favorite one of the best roles in television history yeah of all time and they played Omar's whistle before the game Mm. and it's the wires in Baltimore and the the crowd went crazy it was just it was a cool moment and yeah I I saw a lot of people really yeah rest in peace to, to Michael K Williams great actor and Shout out to Omar. Uh, we have anything? Can, I know we have a booch. Can problem. I, Do you have I want to say, since you said that, Norm McDonald, I don't think we mentioned last week. Yeah. But man, yes. rest I'm in peace, Norm McDonald. Maybe my I favorite comedian of all time. Yeah. He he was Norm among was my very favorite comedians. I just loved yeah. his delivery. Yeah. I loved his demeanor. I, anyway, 
Y'all ever heard that his moth joke? Shout out to Norm. Huh? His Uh moth joke? Y'all heard his moth joke? All right, I'll share it with you guys as soon as we get off this recording. It's like it's like four minutes long, and then we'll put it in the show notes. It is. It's one of my favorite bits ever. It's awesome. Yeah, he, um, he was one of those. I didn't realize how much I liked him until that day. You see everybody sharing clips, and I'm like, oh, I love that clip. That's one of my favorite clips. And that's all Norm McDonald. I realized, okay, yeah. he must be one of the funnier guys because all these clips are the ones I remember I really liked. So, so good. Well, he's one of those. He was a comedian's comedian. He he wasn't trying mm-hmm. to yeah. to impress you necessarily. He was making comedians laugh, which is a hard job. That's a hard job. You make Dave Letterman um, laugh. You're pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think Dave Letterman said that that's his favorite comedian of all time. So you're, yeah, you're yeah. doing something if you got Dave yeah. Letterman saying you're his favorite. Uh, that'll do our NFL stuff and and all that. Let's move on. I I think I heard before the pod we might have a bougie problem. Lift. Oh, what, what do we got over there? I do have a bougie problem, and I am tired, Uh-oh. tired, tired, tired of dealing with this. <laughs> Sick and damn tired. Oh, God, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm so tired of dealing with – we have people over, you know, t- a lot of times once a week, and, and Tammy will order pizza. Okay. And so then you have to dispose of the damn pizza boxes. Okay. 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 And here's the thing about a pizza box. Once it's folded and, you know, it's all, it's it's almost like a piece of metal that is hard to bend. <laughs> but when you finally, it's not going to fit in the trash can like it is, right? And so if you're going to open it up and, like, undo all the stuff, then you got pizza crumbs all over everywhere. It's just, it's a mess. So you just, you fold it in two, but it folds wacky-jawed all the time, and it won't fit in other boxes. And it just... I just hate pizza boxes. I hate them. I hate them. Well, I would say it will fit in the outside trash can, but then again, heaven forbid you go to Pop's house and throw something in the outside trash without it being in a bag. We've learned that'll yep. get you. Yep. Get you in some <laughs> because, hot water. Because you know why? Get you because after up. the trash people come, you know where that thing will be that's not in a bag? It'll still be in your trash can. <laughs> that's Only where in it'll Texas still can, be. I think. I don't know, but <laughs> Lyft is does Buddy not like Pizza crumbs? He does. I, don't, I mean, Buddy's so, the dog, by the way, for the listeners out yeah, there. Buddy is my dog, but yes. Yeah, so, so I'm gonna just open the pizza box and put it on the ground and let him lick the pizza crumbs out and get everywhere. That and, actually might be hell. Like, yeah, he'll roll that's in it I, or something. Who knows? Well, that's no, dude. Well, and that's what they're not. That's what good. That's what buddies do for buddies, that's, right? That's you, true. around Tony, and you can lick all the pizza crumbs out. Hey, you you pour them out, and I'll I'll take care of it. <laughs> Y'all hang out on Neil's porch. You just like step out there, step into the grass, rip the top off. That folds easily, and now the rest of it is destructible. Like it's really yeah. easy at that point. See, I think I there know, would be money heard... to be made for a development of a new pizza box that folds easily I... for trash can disposal. I think. Well, that's probably true. I think LJ's got a point, though. I, I think from a stress relief standpoint, Liff, I, I, I think you could go out there and rip your pizza boxes. If that might be a good thing. <laughs> you got a burn pile. Can you burn cardboard? Is that like... Well, you know what? Delivery? It's going to be, I think, 58 degrees, uh, not tomorrow morning, but the next morning. So, that yeah, like we can start burning Let's stuff go. now. But when it's 95 at 8 o'clock at night, you don't oh, want to burn well, anything. Well, outside. maybe don't live in Arkansas. I don't know. That's the only advice I've got for that. So, <laughs> Well, I don't hate pizza boxes so bad I'm going to move. <laughs> fair. That's fair. <laughs> I just, I hate that. I didn't even realize. So I was at your, I came by your house Friday night. I didn't even realize. I saw those pizza boxes and I didn't realize what was the incoming grief that you were going to have to deal with of having to dispose of those. I just... It didn't even cross my mind. And I, I, are you okay? 
Are you good? I mean, I've recovered. I, I mean, I had to mess with them for quite <laughs> that just some time. Had to be tough. I had to shove them down hey. in the HelloFresh box. <laughs> yeah, <it was laughs> which is another box that you got to break. <laughs> yeah. Liff, I got two words for you. Taco Bell. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Y'all, wait, there's by the way, answer. oh, God, did y'all hear that there's a Taco Pass? They're they're testing it in Arizona at Taco Bell's. Yeah. That's like a subscription service to Taco Bell or something? Yeah, you pay like $5 a month and you get a taco every day of that month. <laughs> that's that's the quality of meat we're dealing with here ladies <laughs> exactly. and gentlemen. you know that is I mean, that is a genius idea because if you're willing to go to taco bell for a taco you're not just gonna get yeah a you're taco. gonna spend like another 17 dollars for you and your boys like it's that's what's gonna happen <laughs> that that's actually gonna work out because they're gonna have college kids thinking this is a great idea but it's now gonna be i go to i go to taco bell every night not just friday and saturday Shit, though, i'll get the pass and every time i walk by the train i'll just oh i guess i gotta grab a taco and keep moving <laughs> it's a, they didn't do that until norm mcdonald passed because you know norm mcdonald's i have a taco and i got this pass do you want to come nah i'll just have a taco do you want cheese nah just a taco I could see that. Oh, man. Oh. So, how do y'all throw taco, awesome. uh, pizza boxes away? Y'all just, just stick them in the trash can? <laughs> in the trash, Actually, man. I just what recently did trash? this. So, what I did, pops, this is pretty crazy. So, I, I took my lid off my trash can and I stood over the trash can with the box and I just kind of crushed it up. And you're right, crumbs did fall out, but that's why I was standing above the trash can. They fell out into the trash can. And was it still in and your trash can after the trash people came or they took it? Well, I put it like, no, I'm in my inside trash. Like I just took the lid off my inside trash that had a bag in it and crushed it up and put it over the top, smushed it down. And I think every other city in the up. world has like a thing that picks up a trash can and dumps you, it. I think y'all need to talk to Texarkana, Arkansas yeah, and figure you, out why they're doing well, this they by hand Yeah, they don't have it here, LJ. <laughs> yeah, Texarkana, is it still a trash guy that comes and picks up your trash can and dumps it in and then sets it back down? <laughs> well, they reach in and pull the bags out and they throw them in the trash uh, it sounds like you live in Manila you, or you know something. Yeah. Well, but also I'm I'm a really good. Trash, what if it's just? I just I, hope I, it's like a trash guy screwing with lip. I'm He's a like, trash oh, watch this. I'm a good <laughs> trash customer because I get my trash neat and tidy and prepared for pickup. I mean, I break my boxes down. I get them all neat and tidy. I mean, I'm I a good that. person I to pick that. up. I do my believe trash. that. Yeah. I you, you know you just take a knee to the back of it and fold it and just. Shove it in there, man. It's well. I want to take that pizza box Pops, and shove what do you it do? somewhere. I guarantee you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with your Amazon boxes? Well, you can break those down. Yes. You can break those down pretty easily. The pizza box is what? all it's all turned in, and and you know oh the slots God. are all filled in. Oh, I mean, that, to break it's just a mess. You just you just do this. You go. Floop. That's it. That's all you got to do. No, it's Be- more than that, LJ. Because no, no, no. You you push those sides oh, a little God. bit, they'll give. They'll break out of the the quarter inch of of cardboard fighting against you. But and I'll then- have to do it outside because <laughs> I mean they're big pizza boxes. I'll get the pizza crumbs everywhere because what are you getting? Forty two inch pizzas? Well, what are we well, getting? Large pizza pizzas? Pizza How big is the top of your trash can? <laughs> take the take yeah, the pizza box and just dump it in the sink real quick, and then break it down too. You don't have to yeah. do this all in one move. This can be two what, moves. I'm glad y'all are all so good about it. If we ever get pizzas and we're all around, y'all get to take care of I will of take care of your boxes for you. Every single okay. time we get pizza together, yeah. I Maybe promise I'll just you. Maybe I'll stack them up, but when you come, you can. We'll have a new it. rule. You buy I'll it, I'll break it down for you. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'll.
I'll take right. my lighter out there. I'll take care of your pizza bus. <laughs> we shift from food to drinks. In the pod, we have a new segment for the people out there. <laughs> yes. It is, what is Uncle Tony drinking? So how it's going to work, Tony? You're going to start giving us the ingredients. We'll guess what it is. And oh, maybe if you've listened to a previous pod, you'll actually, we might have a better name for it than what it's being named. Sometimes we come up with better names than what, uh, what, whatever we are <laughs> drinking that one day. Okay. So this drink tonight... Uh, is one I've I've gotten a new liqueur. It's called Green Chartreuse. Ooh, like a tennis ball. And Green Chartreuse is only made by <laughs> these Charmunkin monks Green in Grenoble, France. Hear Green Chartreuse. <laughs> Green Chartreuse. They make yellow Chartreuse. Right, that's tennis ball. Oh. That's tennis Arr. ball. Yellow. Sh- yeah. You already it's messed the up, only LJ. Liqueur, <laughs> it, tr- True to this, it's the only liqueur that is known by both two colors, yellow and green. Yeah. So Green Chartreuse is 110 proof. Ooh. And so it's quite up there. It's it's up there with absinthe. Yeah. And uh and but this drink has green chartreuse and I really like this liqueur. Uh so this drink is three quarters ounce gin, three quarters ounce gin chartreuse green chartreuse, three quarters ounce lime juice, and three quarters ounce maraschino liqueur. And two brandied cherries. Okay. As a garnish. It's shaken, not stirred, which is not normal for most gin. Most yeah. gin drinks are stirred yeah. drinks because you don't want to bruise gin. But with the addition of the lime juice, they want it shaken. Uh, it originated in Detroit as a prohibition drink uh, and was originally used with bathtub gin. Nice. Nice. Classy. So. Anybody want to guess the I name? I mean, I of know the drink? name of it. It is a Welsh margarita. It, That's what it's called. That is incorrect. Well, we're changing it then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and it's actually good for this pod. The, the name is good for this podcast. It's got to be something with green in it, right? I, mean, I would think with the green chartreuse. I just thought they would. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. A gin press? No, that's a good. That's a good guess, though. With gin in it, but no, that's what not you got. What do you we ready? got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. The name of the drink is called the last word. Hey, the last word. Like it? Huh. That's a good. That's a good end. Actually, we don't have to rename that one. That one's got a good name. Yeah. I like the last. And word. let's end the show it's now. We've done it, and it's quite. T- <laughs> it's quite tasty. Yeah, I'm gonna try that. I'm well. Gonna try that. Uh, Next time I find myself with the greens, I'll remember to order a last word. The last word. Love it. I don't the know. I know word. one Wait, another mean, complex whiskey mean... drink or whatever. <laughs> True. You want an improved whiskey? Impro- no, I like the complex better. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps us up for this week. Another good another good episode for the people. At least I think so. And that's all that matters is our Absolutely. opinion, I guess. Um <laughs> Make sure if you're not already following us on Twitter and Facebook and or at our website at justpressplaypod.com. And wherever you get your podcast, whether it be Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, make sure you're subscribed to us. And if you haven't yet, please leave a rate and review. It helps out. I think that'll do it. Guys, I will catch you all next week. Peace. 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 Go pick up Davis Mills on the waiver wire fantasy football fan. Yeah, the next is Tom Brady. Just like <laughs> I can't believe you saw a guy go eight for eighteen under under fifty percent completion. Go
first time to pick, and you thought that's Tom Brady, right? And then you said, and then you said, oh, that's Justin Herbert. It was Tom Brady. He's got three. He'll have three days to get ready for this week. But I'm telling you, the next week, watch out. He may be 20 for 40 for 375 and three. He ain't gonna be accurate, but the chick Thursday. He plays on. I oh. believe the Texans play on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. So we better get the, these, these this episode. Yeah. That some people yeah. pick them up. No, we actually, save the people. We don't want to screw them. <laughs> Make sure this airs after Thursday night. Oh, you're gonna rue the day. You're gonna rue the day. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, I gotta roll.